So I hope we all doing well today. Probably I'm going to speak about something that we all already heard, we already experienced, but still, I'm going to repeat it. I'm going to read, and I didn't give you no uh, scriptures, and I didn't even... Uh, get my Bible ready like I normally do. But anyway, I'm going to read um, I'm going to read from Isaiah first. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you and we just thank you for your word, your word that is has is ever pregnant, ready to bring forth life, Father God. We thank you that your word is ever living, Father God, and that as we speak it, you watch over it to perform it. Father God, prepare our hearts for what you want to speak to us today. Father, we know that each and every one of us have different needs from you, and I, and I know, Father God, that you will meet our needs today. In Jesus' name, amen. So I'm going to go to uh, Isaiah 60, hmm. hold on, I lost it. Uh, hold on, let me pull up my other Bible here. I had it in my phone. And I apologize for not being totally prepared because I wasn't sure if I was going to share because uh, I wasn't contacted this week. So I thought maybe I wasn't going to say anything. But nonetheless, here we are. Here we are. Okay. Um, okay, it's in, um, it's in Isaiah 64 and verse 6. And it says, it says, but we are all as an unclean thing all our righteousness are as filthy rags and we all do fade as leaves and our, and our iniquities like the wind have taken us away. Pretty gloomy. Pretty gloomy. That our righteousness are as filthy rags. And when you I don't want to when you look into the commentary, what that filthy rag is, it's, it's nothing that we want to talk about. But nonetheless, it's there. So at one time, our righteousness were as filthy rags at one time. 
at one time. Um, and what I titled this to be would be Occupy. Occupy means to engage or, or our energies to be taken or to be filled, to be occupied. In Ephesians 3.20, it says that, uh, And now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. Ephesians 3.20. Ephesians 3.20. So, God will do, or is able to do, exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. Not in God, but the power that works in us. What is occupying you today? What is occupying you today? You know, the Word of God says that according to the power that works in us, according to the, let it sink in you. Let the Holy Spirit speak to you right now about that power that's dwelling in you. You know, the Word of God says that the same sweet spirit that rose Christ from the dead now dwells in you. That's what's occupying you today. That's what God wants us to understand today is, is what occupies us. What occupies us will always control what our minds and our lives will be like. You know, the first verse I read was in Isaiah, it was in the Old Testament, and it talked about that our righteousness is as filthy rags. Right? That's that's what I started out with because I don't want that to be the uh, occupying our brain. I brought it out to for us to understand that that's where we were. That's where we were, but where are we now? Where are we today? And that same sweet spirit that rose Christ from the dead now dwells in us. So our righteousness is no longer as filthy rags because there's another verse that says that he has cleansed us from all unrighteousness so this is what should be occupying our minds is that we are cleansed from all unrighteousness that way we know who we are because we will never understand who we are until we understand who he is See, when we understand who God is or who the Holy Spirit is in our lives, because Jesus said, if I don't go, we can't send another. And he sent the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth, our guide, our comforter, the one who will lead us, that our minds can be occupied with only what God thinks of us, only what God has done for us. Because through our through our lives, through our daily walk, we are confronted with so many obstacles. And sometimes we lose focus and we allow other things to occupy our mind. You know, the Word of God also says that we should not give place to the enemy. So when we 
allow our daily struggles, our daily obstacles to occupy places in our mind that they don't belong, we are giving place to the enemy to allow us not to believe who we are. Not to believe the power that we have. Not to believe that we are more than conquerors. Not to believe that we are healed and we have peace that passes all understanding. And today, that's what I'm, I'm talking about is that, you know, it, what is occupying your life on a daily basis? Do we let the things of our work, things of our daily lives take precedence over what God speaks to you about who you are? You know, we go to school. Well, I, I don't. long time ago. But, you know, people go to school and, you know, nowadays... I think, I wouldn't say kids are meaner than they were before. I don't think so. It, it, it happened before, and it's just a perpetual thing that happens all the time. Kids will pick on kids. It's a normal thing. And sometimes, when we're young, we allow ourselves to be influenced by what our friends think of us. And then we grow up, and then we still allow other people to influence us in thinking who we are. Because we allow it. Because we allow what someone says to occupy that place where God said that you are more than a conqueror. You allow people to tell you that you are not worth anything. And you allow that to take the place where God told you that you are more than enough. See, we are more than enough. In every situation we come into, we are always more than enough. You know, we lack nothing. But we get influenced because we allow the occupation of others, other people's words to occupy that space where God wants to be. And we can understand that what occupies our thoughts also occupies our lives. It takes precedence on what we say and what we do. God loves us. God chose us. God chose each and every one of us. And not only did he choose us, he had a plan for us. He has a plan for each and every one of us. Again, I'm going back to choices. Because we can choose. We can choose to step into the plan that God ha has for us or, or not, right? See, God sp speaks to us through the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, and it depends on us to accept it. Yes, Jesus did everything. There's no doubt, you know, that, that ransom was paid. Ransom 
Ransom was paid because why? Because we were imprisoned. We were kidnapped. See, the ransom comes when somebody is held hostage, right? You know, you watch all, all of these movies where somebody is, is uh, abducted and, and uh, the phone calls are made that, that they're going to want ransom. You see, and, and that's what Christ did. See, we were, we were abducted by our sins. And that's why a ransom was paid. But the greatest thing that, that we need to understand about that ransom that was paid, it was not only paid for the sins, but it was paid for life. It was paid for life, everlasting life. Our sins are... are, are are, are removed as far as the east is from the west. I just love that verse because those two will never touch. You run around in circles just like, you know, we have a dog and sometimes I'm watching him and he'll run around chasing his tail. As, and and, and that, it reminds me of that as far as the east is from the west because he'll never catch his tail because every time he turns, the tail turns. And, 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 it, and that's what should be occupying our minds is that, you know, our sins were removed as, as far as the east is from the west. But how do we achieve this? How do we achieve being occupied by God's word? You're probably going to find it in God's word. I'm thinking. Could be wrong. But if we turn to Romans, the book of Romans, in chapter 12, we're probably going to find out how we do this. Chapter 12, Romans 12, 2. So Romans 12, 2, it says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect. So you may prove what is good, acceptable, and the perfect will of God. So, in order to allow God's word to be occupied in the right place, we need to renew our mind. We need to renew our mind because there's a lot of words in the Bible that if we don't renew our mind, we will take it based upon what the world's definition of that word be. And so we'll not understand what God is trying to speak to us. You know, if, if you go back to uh, Ephesians 3.20, when he talks about the power, the power, the, a, a, and, and if you deal with the Strong's Concordance, it's, it's, it's a number 1411, dunamis. And, and, and what that is, it's, it's the miraculous power. So it's not just that same sweet spirit that rose Christ from the dead. But it's that 
miraculous power that rose Christ from the dead. You know, and, and that's why miracles can be done because we have that miraculous power, that dunamis, dunamis power dwelling in us. And we, in order to activate that, we need to renew our minds. We need to renew our minds that we may be occupied and understand constantly who we are because the Holy Spirit will always remind you who you are. Right? We may defeat ourselves and we are the, our worst enemy. You know, some people think that out, outside influences is our enemy, but I, I am, through my experience, I find that I am, I was, and I could still be my worst enemy. Because if I don't renew my mind and if I don't cons- consistently get into God's word, then I will find myself slipping slipping into a place where, where I shouldn't be thinking, right? Because I'm not in the right mind, right? So when we renew our mind, we, we're having a renovation, you know, there's, there's a renovation that happens when, when God will, will change our mindset. We'll, we'll, we will have our minds conditioned no longer to the world, but to the Word of God. And to understand exactly what God is trying to tell us constantly. But it'll always happen. It always happened that, that things that we, we've experienced in the past can hinder what God wants for you. You know, if we allow our past to get in the way, it can hinder the great moving of God because we will not feel worthy. Excuse me. We will not feel worthy of what God intended and has for us. So we cannot hold on to things of the past. If we renew our minds, we don't hold on to things that are past. I think, you know, one of the biggest obstacles that we have uh, when we when we start serving God and when 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 Jesus uh, becomes the Lord of our lives and and the Holy Spirit is dwelling in us, you know, there's a great struggle <coughs> that that we have. You know, it's it's always been the same struggle. It's going on. It's going on in Israel right now. It's going on with Israel in Israel right now, right? We can see it. It's it's uh, Ishmael and Isaac, right? It's a struggle. The bonds woman and the free woman, right? That's what it's all about. Good and evil. That's what we battle, right? But God made a way. God made a way for everybody. Not just <coughs> not just for the Israelites. He made it for everybody. And 
the biggest obstacle we have is that when someone hurts us, we want to hold on to it. When, when things in life hurts us, we tend to hold on to it. You know, and, and when we hold on to hurt and, and, and things like that, we harbor unforgiveness. We harbor unforgiveness. And when we harbor unforgiveness, we become bitter. And when we become bitter, we forget who we are. Because what is occupying us? What is occupying us at that moment is the unforgiveness. See, but God made a way, right? God made a way. So everything we did in the past has been forgiven, right? It's gone. But sometimes we hold on to it, right? Because, yeah, you're not worthy of my forgiveness, right? That's what we think, right? They're not worthy of my forgiveness. Why should I forgive them? They hurt me. Then everything, every time you see them, that hurt is kindled. That hurt is brought back up. But then you got to come to realize that you got to take back control of your what's occupying you. Because every time I see you, you trigger that hurt again in me. But the moment I forgive you, you have no control over my emotions. You have no control of my thoughts. And what is occupying my head now, my thoughts now, is what is good. Because Christ forgave us. So what should be occupying our minds? Anybody knows? What? That's occupying our bodies. That's a good answer. But what should be occupying our minds, we'll, you'll find it in Philippians 4, 8. Philippians 4, 8. The Holy Spirit will lead us to have these things <coughs> occupying. There must be something with the mic that makes, makes you cough. Um, so, Ephesians 4, 8 says, Finally, my brother, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are, are of good report, if there is any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. See, when these things have occupied our minds, our renewed minds, there is no way that we can be defeated because we will always know who we are. We are more than conquerors. We are the righteousness in Christ Jesus. We are healed. We are from above and not beneath. We are the lenders and not the borrowers. That's what the Word of God says who we are. Those things which you have both 
learned and received and heard and seen in me do and the God of peace shall be with you. But we got to remember who we are. And how do we know, how do we get that knowledge of who we are is, is we got to get into the word. Right? We got to get into the word because he wants to bless us. He wants us to have more than enough. Because he said in his word that we're going to be the lenders and not the borrowers. We're not going to borrow. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna be lending. Lending what? Lending everything, right? Everything that is needed. But if we are not conscious of what is allowed to occupy our mind, we can be derailed. So hopefully you guys got something from that. Thank you for your patience and your time.